Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is a Star Wars episode, and we're going to continue having the feed up on Friday. Just like we will from now on, right, Matt? Matt's yes, with me for the beginning here as we get into this issue of Afra pretty quick. But before we do, we'll go and tell you to go over to the Twitters at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us, we'll follow you back. Go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, and then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science, where you can get a bunch of shows, including me and Matt talking about the Infinity Gauntlet. The next couple weeks, we've been into that. We're at issue number four, and we really like it. And also, the new Star Wars Reading Club that I started last week on this feed as well. That'll continue every other week, so I'll be doing another episode of that next week. But we're here to talk Afra. We're going to end up talking about the Han Solo Chewbacca book next week when the next issue, issue five, comes out. We'll kind of quickly go through number four. And then get into five, and also next week is Bounty Hunters, so we should have a banger of a show then. But we'll see if we're having a banger of a show now, (laughs) because we have Afra, and this is Star Wars Doctor Afra number 22. And we ended up where the last issue, we said, maybe this Ascendant stuff hasn't hit very well, maybe we should get... And we're in for the long run, right? I mean, this Uh is something that we're going to be doing for a while, it seems at least, so... You know, we can kind of, you know, strap ourselves in and get ready for it. But get comfortable. By the end, yeah, by the end, we actually find something out in this issue that me and you will be gung-ho for. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, just to spoil it, it looks like you're going to have the possessed Afro possessed with the Eternal Spark go and get her robots back, her droids. And those are some of the things that we really enjoyed with Afra. Her kill bots. Yeah. I mean, it is funny where Afra of the mind is like, well, have fun. You know, you, you're going to get sliced apart, but it is still her body. So she'll have to watch out for that. And and maybe it's one of those things because I haven't read a review and things like that. Because of how you have of the mind in this issue, I think some people are a little confused and think that actually Afra is by herself out and about and you have her possessed body, yeah. another part. And maybe that is a disconnect that some people aren't aware of. But, yeah, it's it's of the mind. She's there inside. It's funny, at one point, they even give it, like, a name, like the head space. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah it's kind of a, a, a neat deal, I, I guess. I mean, we had the deal where everybody's after Afra right now. This one actually is just going to be Afra and the Eternal Spark. Get a little background, a little change of background for the Ascendant. And then also, I don't know, it seems like something where this could be like, it's not a jumping on point for Afra, but maybe if you don't know much about her, you find out it's weird. It's, I, think it's you, a, I think you could jump on a little bit here, for sure. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it's a possessed life, is, yep. is what you're going as you go <laughs> through some of the greatest hits and near myths and new things that are kind of classic feeling. But it is Dr. Afra, number 22, Echoes. It's called The Race is On for Ascendant Tech, the legendary ascendant technology known as Spark Eternal, an item that can grant Sith-like powers as possessed Dr. Afra. Now, Afra is trapped in her own mind, reliving some memories she'd rather forget. So 
basically, if it does end up being able to make you a Sith, which is kind of a cool idea to think of Afra as a Sith. Yeah. I don't really see that playing out in the deal. I mean, unless being a Sith is just sitting there like a sad sack and remembering all the bad stuff that happened. <laughs> We're not really seeing it now. With at the end going up and going to the Crimson Dawn, like I want to see a battle right now between, you know, the Eternal Spark Afra versus some really hard hitters. Now, you would guess if this is the play here, she's going to go after Darth Vader. I mean, at one point, you would think a Sith imbued Afra Eternal Spark might set her sights yeah, that'd be on pretty cool. Vader. And that might be something cool, might be something. You know, pretty bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? So <laughs> with that, though, again, you're never in this getting the idea of having ultimate Sith powers. You're just of the mind finding out that the Ascendant were actually against the Sith, not worshipping them. But we'll get to that because you end up going and Afra is reliving memories that she doesn't want to relive. And it is the idea of she's not the greatest person. We we know this. I mean, she is somebody who will stab people in the back. She's gotten better. You mm-hmm. know, she has learned. She's But back in the day, she would shoot somebody in the back just to get an artifact, which she does right away. I mean, you, you see it. And is this one of those where it is kind of the, you know, of the mind spark, almost being the emperor to her Darth Vader, like sort of thing? A little like, bit, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. right away, like right behind in her ear. Like, yeah, that was you. Remember that? You were pretty <laughs> evil. Almost trying to. It, it, it's weird because it almost feels like the Ascendant is trying to make her remember how evil she was. Also, then showing how crappy she was treated by the Empire and by people and things like that to try to mold her. But we know Afra, And even in this, her fighting back seems like she's saying, like, I'm not like that anymore. I don't want to remember this stuff because. That's not me anymore, but getting the kill droids by the end, it, it all seems like that would be the plan. The plan of the Ascendant to fully turn Afra to the dark side, even though the dark side here is Ascendant type, but we'll, we'll see. Yeah. But you end up, like, she remembers just Lucky. It's nice to see just Lucky. Did this stuff happen in or in comics I, Some all, of this or is, is it... no, and, and I even looked it up, and this is stuff that would have happened, but it's like, in between the cracks, I think. I Got think it. that Alyssa yeah. Wong is, and I didn't even say the deal, written by Alyssa Wong, artist by Minkyu Young, Natasha Bustos, and we said, you told me before, you can tell that jump between artists. Yeah. Colors by Rachel Rosenberg and letters by VC Joe Carmagna. So when I looked it up, because some of the things I don't remember from all of the Afro stuff. Yeah, so, me too. Oh, maybe, you know, and, but I looked it up and it seems like this is new stuff, but it's like, you know, tales from the past that we didn't know before. It's nice enough. You actually yeah. see how nice Just Lucky was, and he still is kind of, but you end up where they go to get this artifact on this big giant temple mountain, and then they get attacked. They get attacked by the robot guy Crush, Jordan who's Crush. going to kill them. And it, it's nice to just kind of have this little deal. Just Lucky starts firing. Afra's trying to open up the door with this crazy, you know, code deal and puzzle. And they get in and they get this whole deal. Well, with that, though, it's weird because the Ascendant at one point is like, when did I meet you? When did I? And it was a weird disconnect because I'm like, don't we know this? Like, But I guess the Ascendant wouldn't. The Eternal mm-hmm. Spark wouldn't because of the deal. But it was the Thought Dowser. 
yeah, when she grabbed onto it. Yeah. So I, it's weird. It was a weird play that I just thought that already all that was all combined and that's how it led to it and whatnot. Um, but that is when she ended up doing this. Now, in this, it's of the mind going, but it seems to be like of the mind but can affect you a bit because the weirdest play here, and I we haven't had this a lot in anything I've seen, the of the mind of the mind. It's like the call is coming from within of the mind because when in the mind, in the it's memory box. It's like Inception box, a little bit, that movie yeah, Inception. Yeah, it is. In Afra's head in the memory box. That's what I said. It's a weird play <laughs> where you end up having this spelled out. And you really, it gets a little convoluted. I think that's why I think maybe somebody just jumping into this issue might be confused. It's a little confusing for sure. But to it figure is it Inception. Out. It really yeah. is. Because, you know, you end up with her thought dowser of the mind is able to then use the thought dowser and put it up to the eternal spark. And while this is going on, basically, you have two Afras, one just glowing, eternal spark in the chest and glowing eyes, which changes at one point, which was odd. But you end up where, and I think it's because of not being in the mind then, but we'll talk about it. Yeah. Thought dowser, let's see what you know. Now we're in the mind of the mind of the mind And we go and see the ending Of the ascendant And really the locking away Of the eternal spark The eternal spark has been put Into one of the cutest Little Batgirls Right I've ever seen If anybody says that Hey I wish that Batgirl would be at the Marvel We we could just point to this She's like a little Batgirl She has the eternal spark there, there And what happens here is you find out that the Ascendant made themselves this way to fight the Sith. They weren't there to worship them. Now, over the years, because everything was shut down and whatnot, you would get the idea whispered down the lane, well, they must have been trying to be like the Sith. So that meant they worshipped them, and you kind of get that little you know, convoluted deal. But no, they were doing this to destroy the Sith. And where we see this of the mind scene and where it was, it makes sense. The eternal spark was beneath the university. They left and here are Barleth. And that's where the the person, unfortunately, this little Batgirl ends up getting killed, but does a ritual at the end and is able to seal the eternal spark away until now when it was, you know, woken up. But really, this whole play now is. The eternal and with the eternal spark and the ascendant stuff, because Kofan Ferris, it really didn't go through a lot of stuff with it, but it does seem like a scavenger hunt again. Now we got to get all the ascendant tech. The more ascendant tech that they get, touch, and commune with, the eternal spark gets more powerful and powerful, and so you end up setting that up. But it's a pretty big thing, and I saw one user review. That said, nothing happens big in this issue. That's pretty big. I don't agree. Yeah. Right? You find out a whole 180 of what you thought. Because now then, I mean, the Eternal Spark, pretty evil feeling. But are they? Is the Ascendant that bad? They were going after the Sith. I wouldn't mind if the beginning of this issue would have said, uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to show you all about, like, flesh this out a little bit more about the the back in the day stuff with the... uh, Ascendant tech and stuff I would have liked to see a few more pages on this Yeah maybe actually you're saying that Like the idea you're going through the mind of the mind Inception Afra Maybe it would have been one of those where we could have Stopped and and, you know Even have one of that uh, Professor remember their professor Who was in Mm -hmm. the ascent talking And maybe finding out that 
there was a lesson about like something that maybe the whole thing could have been a flashback of the ascendant yes to really flesh them out maybe that would have been a cool deal as just and we've had those that that feels like it would be something like an annual as well but you could have had a one-shot deal within this to really flesh that out see some of these people because that that girl I really like. I wanted to I know, see more. And the other characters look cool too, fighting the Sith, and they're and like, just have them fighting the Sith, and it really changes everything and whatnot. Because I, I do think it gets a little bit convoluted. If you're reading the series, you know what's going on. Okay, Afra, you know, a Spark, kind of whatever. But if you did just jump in, even though you're trying to ease people in, it, it is pretty tough. But that's where you end up having, you know, you get a bit of a nice scene here i mean it's it's bad that batgirl dies uh but with (laughs) that you end up having the spark eternal a little sympathetic suddenly yep i wish that you went from that to something keeping with that sympathy or whatnot because when you have this going on if you did have the spark eternal teaming up with afra in the mind whatever and they come with an agreement okay we could do this like we could take down this but in the meantime Sana and everybody else is desperately chasing and trying to take down the Spark Eternal, but there's no way for Afra to tell that. Like, it would yeah, be kind of a cool good. little chase. Mm-hmm. Um, because at that point, I thought maybe where you have the deal where, and the setup's there, you have the Spark Eternal say to Afra, I'm showing you memories. These aren't dreams. Because Afra says, Oh, you're making me think of things, whatever. No, no, no. Memories. These are memories that you had. You have repressed them. You have tried not to remember them. I want you to remember them to realize what had gone on. This could have been the same with the Spark Eternal kind of put aside this idea that they were against the Sid. Like, oh, my God, now I remember. Now I see the sacrifices that ended up happening. Maybe I could be a little better. I don't know. But you end up just showing this and getting sympathy. And then, boom, right after that, you end up having the Spark Eternal. I'm going to kill everybody. Yeah, threatening her. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, what? (laughs) What just happened? Like, they are to do with that. Like, there's no blame. There's no <laughs> anything to blame with the idea of, oh, my God, you guys are you're in. nothing. She just ended up seeing the sad scene and then takes it out on Afra. I see who you love. And the funny thing is the way it did it make you laugh where I see all the people you love. And you go down the list, but really, it's the robots that you over love. there on the right in the silhouettes. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Like those aren't really the ones you <laughs> love. Your father, Sana, Staros, Magna. No, your droids, and they're waving. <laughs> hey there, <laughs> they look so friendly and peaceful. Yeah, and she says, "How tempting!" And that's the thing; she doesn't react to the others. Like, oh, no. Sana, your father, Magna. Yeah, whatever. And your droids. No, no, no. Please don't do the droids. So funny in there. Like, no, not a BD01 and all that. Triple zero. <laughs> I, I couldn't even remember. I always remember triple zero. But you end up where she's like, oh, no, you're not going to be able to do that. They're going to slice you apart. They're going to get you. They're going to take you down. And that's where you go. Okay, well, I'll talk to you later, Afra. And she becomes out of the deal. And again, now we're out of the mind, so it's just Afra, so there's no glowing eyes, but she's possessed. It gets a little bit, a little bit wonky, but what they're doing then is heading to the Crimson Dawn. They're heading to the Vermilion, the flagship, because if you remember, and it's right, I mean, Alyssa Wong grabs this out. At that one point, you ended up having Sun and Afra get all the codes and stuff yep. for. In that first issue. Yeah. As they approach, are you shocked 
that it wasn't an old code, but it checked <laughs> out. I mean, it, this it's right there, right? It is hey, right uh, there, yeah. can you give us your code? Beep, boop, boop. Usually that's the Empire that messes that up. I know, up, not I'm the, telling you, I was just going to say, that's because the Crimson Dawn are too smart. <laughs> They're not the stupid Empire with everybody really just cashing a check. So you end up where they go in and the Archangel 5, hey, let's go in, hey, we got the codes, boom, boom, boom. And then they go, for some reason, I didn't get that they had her droids. I, I didn't, I guess. That's never been mentioned once. There's no I way. I don't remember that coming up as if no. that's another bit of tech that they grabbed. Now, one of the things was they had that, you know, the thought doubt. So that makes sense because that was all when they went aside, went down that, you know, down the alleyway deal, the hallway and went into that room with all the tech. And that's what you end up having the spark of eternal after. Oh, my God, they're going to be the way we could get the tech. And all of a sudden, like, I'm like, okay, where are the, oh, the Crimson Dawn have them? Like, almost there as if Afra's like, hanging with them a lot. And, hey, I want to keep my droids here. Like, she doesn't go in and say, I'm going to kill all of you if you don't give me my droids. She's like, hey, it's me, Afra. They say Kira isn't here right now. All right, but can I have my droids right now so I can hang them? Like, that seemed weird. Seem very yeah, weird. They might me. not be there. They might be like, well, there's some on a different planet. We got to go get them. Who it's knows? Funny if they're like, who the hell are you? Yeah. But, you know, we, we have records of you being detained here. Your eyes are on fire. Who are you? Yeah, your eyes are on fire. I think that you <laughs> were in jail at one point recently during the War of the Bounty Hunters. In at this the end. ship, yeah, yeah. And uh, we have you associated with Just Lucky, another guy who caused some problems. And uh, hey, uh, I saw Darth Vader staring at you. During the Han Solo auction, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in big trouble. Be funny. Where are my droids? They're just just give her some random droids. Just give yeah. her like, oh my god, but R two D two C three PO. Here we go. But yeah, it's, it was very odd ending that way to push it. But I do like the idea that she's going to be getting the droids. Yeah, they got to get back together. It's been it's been a couple runs, or at least this run when they haven't had them at all. I mean, we haven't seen them in years. And they were like the breakout characters at yeah. one point. So yeah. that that's a pretty cool deal. Uh, and I mean, the idea that you kind of settle down and find some things out about the Ascendant, that I think that serves us well. I think it does set up, like I said, I'm waiting for this Sith power that she's supposed to have now because the Ascendant, and not at one point now the Ascendant, the Spark Eternal, is trying to find these other artifacts, has never said, well, I'm half-powered. Oh, I can't do that because of this. I mean, it is Possessing Afra, so there is some power there. Yeah, but I want to see like lightning blast coming out, that all that stuff. Luckily, she has the upgraded, you know, tattoos again, so that she can't get them blasted out when that was made. Because I'm telling you, I think she's going to go full out Emperor, you know, lightning going on. Probably, yeah. I I have a feeling if you're if you're going through her memories and you are the Spark Eternal. There's one big bunch of memories that you've Darth Vader. I mean, that this should have been like, oh, let me go through your memories. Oh my God, he should have popped up at least it in there should somewhere. Have just been that, like Darth Vader. If the memories are like sized, that would be <laughs> the huge memory. All these other ones are little ones, like yeah, I'm like ninety five percent, yeah, like Minority Report, where you're swiping <laughs> things around and stuff in the air. Darth Vader's <laughs> helmet would be right there. That's the big <laughs> one. But I think you don't bring it up yet. Because that's going to be a big thing. I think that it's going to be at one point, oh, my God, this thing is going to make her go against Darth Vader. She's going to die because, again, remember, and I think you have to really spell this out by Alyssa Wong. You should know. But it just that disconnect that she dies, she dies. This is almost like the Freddy Krueger nightmare on Elm Street rules, even though it's not. 
the idea if this possessed body dies ever's done she's in the mind she's dead and i think it's going to be against vader and that's yeah, going to be tough i see that happening i'm going to vader like hugs her he is a little more like the softer Vader. He's not exactly soft, but he ends up, you know, he has a lot of nostalgia going on. You yeah. know, he's hanging, kicking a vomitella. All of a sudden, half of he's like, finally, a, a friend from the past. But we'll <laughs> see. I, I have a feeling that sh- the, the big play here in my mind, this is my crystal ball guess. I'll end up is that she is going to be going up straight. I'm getting Vader. I'm boom. She's going to go and they will finally stop her right before that. If she faces Vader, it's done. Or she'll be in the middle of the fight with Vader, having this power. Vader will be confused, but something will interrupt. You don't think it'll it. be a, a full blown version of her with the Ascendant tech versus uh, the Sith Vader? No, I, no, I think that, that we'll out? have the, the Knights of Ren. At what, I mean, we probably will go all out with things Got to it. get to there and whatnot. And she'll, but she can't really kill any. Like, she no. can't kill Vader, obviously. No. She's not going to kill, but I think she's going to. End up crippling a lot of people going droids with her. The droids just point towards her going towards Vader as, as well. I think well, Vader That's could also Vader could also take down the Ascendant Tech for good because it just kill it and get rid of it. It's funny you say that. That's kind of what I meant. Like if he's nice and realizes this is an Afra, it might be a cool play. Like would would we'd have some feels for Vader if he actually does be the one who takes the Ascendant out uh-huh. and then has a chance to kill Afra and just leaves just leaves her there and then you know, again i could see that sana come running in oh my god are you okay yep. i think vader like she's just muttering vader as she's passed out vader that'd be <laughs> kind of cool we'll see we'll see how long this lasts see we have uh, at least this is the thing and i'll go against that one review that said nothing happens there's no reason to read this it's boring right there we just got excited about that yeah, more uh, than we yeah. have yeah you know, we so. haven't we've been going through afra and a lot of times it's like well, that was okay. Yeah, that was nice. But this actually sets some things up in a cool way. That now, if we don't get the stuff that we're talking about, well, maybe there'll we'll be down. better stuff. We're not. We're not exactly the rightest here. <laughs> but I think that the go. We want the the whole deal with the War of the Bounty Hunters in this book. How much of a disappointment was it when Vader like looked over and Afra had that panic attack and couldn't breathe, yeah. but it meant nothing. It just got pushed aside. We were so excited to have that. At least face to face for a second, never got it. And now maybe this will be it because if you're going to be against the Sith and you blame the Sith for having to go in hibernation for all those years, you're going to go after Vader and the Emperor. Those are the two. So yep. that is a big deal. And just to have Afro with that real special knowledge of Darth Vader in there. Yeah, I think that that's the thing. It's weird. They're going to have Alyssa Wong will probably have something that she'll say that. Afra's mind blocked that away like really good. I don't know oh, because yeah. that's the first thing that you would see. Vader. You would think. Oh my god, a Sith. Oh, let's go. But it is kind of coincidence that the best person it seems for the uh, to Spark Eternal to find would be Afra, but that's the way it plays out. So with that, what would you give it? I'm gonna go after talking with it about about it with you right now, eight. Yeah, I'm going eight as well. Yeah, I, I, like I think that this is pretty good. When I first read it, before we talked, I was like, "Man, eh, you know, it's okay. But now that we're talking about getting each other excited about the stuff, and this book, the, the we said, The Ascendant, I thought was going on too long. Now I'm like, well, now I kind of convinced myself, me and you both, to kind of go. Yeah. But some of it was a little shady. We didn't get a lot about it. We, we ended up having just floating arms and magnets. 
felt like it was parlor tricks and sleight of hand magic, not really anything. You have upped it, and she had to up it now to being this crazy possessions for But, yeah, with the droids and maybe a thing leading towards Vader, that's pretty cool. So I'm in 8 out of 10. We're a little excited about it now. I hope that everybody is reading it. I see the Star Wars books sell well. Afra hasn't been selling that well. So hopefully we get enough time. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, Bounty Hunters, we've talked about that's kind of dipped a little with that. But in the meantime, you have a book like that Obi-Wan that me and you do not like. No, and on that, uh, that that's selling like hotcakes because I guess the uh, the hype of the TV show and stuff. Even though every day removed from that TV show, more and more people are coming out with the hate train on the Obi One, and I loved it. I, I it loved it too. Yeah, I thought it was great. I loved every minute of it. I did yeah. see uh, somebody sent me that like cut. You got to watch this. It makes Obi One great. It's that new cut that some guy did that. Supposedly takes out the nonsense when I, I wrote them back and I said I don't know what you're talking about I don't need to watch that I watched it all and the I regular love cut it, so. yeah we I like whatever the regular cut is that's what I'm watching I don't need any special cuts they got mad at me <laughs> <laughs> they're like really you like that piece of beep, beep, beep. I'm like yeah I really enjoyed it so there you go but like we said next week we're going to talk bounty hunters uh and also and I think it's bounty hunters number twenty five uh. And also, maybe it's 26, actually, because a lot of things are in yeah, this tw- back. I'm looking at the next, and we know that these books have been delayed. So 26, and then also Star Wars, Han Solo, and Chewbacca number five, with a little recap of four. Here, here's what I tell you. You said, people <laughs> go from one place to the other in black K's there. There you go. There, End of issue. Yeah, that's the issue. But we'll we'll go through <laughs> it really quick before we get to issue number five. And... uh you know, continue that whole deal with the dad and Han's caption, things like that. So with all that, remember to go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics and follow us. We'll follow you back. Also go to our website, wordsciencemarvelcomics.com, and then our Patreon. Help us out for everything we do here on this feed and get a ton more podcasts, a lot of a Marvel, but also DC, indie, manga, cartoons, movies, all that sort of thing. But that is patreon.com slash word science. So that is it. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for joining me, Matt. Yep. And we'll talk to you all later. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.